her looking down at me. I couldn't believe it. Hey, everybody, we are live. Welcome to MCU Mondays right here on Geek News Now. We're glad you joined us on this lovely, lovely Monday night. We are so excited. We had two different uh, previews drop this week. We had Madam Web, which is not technically MCU, but it's Marvel, so we'll talk about it. And we had What If Season 2 trailer drop, which excited about that. And then, of course, we since we haven't talked about it yet, because we had Loki going on, we're going to talk about the Marvels. This week is the Marvels. And this one's kind of a... You either liked it or you didn't. And it's I think it's kind of split half and half up the fandom. <coughs> and I think Brie Larson has a lot to do with that, but we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll get into all of that. But I am your host, David. We will be here tonight talking Marvel with you. Also with me is my co-host, Debbie. Debbie, how are you this evening? I'm doing fine. Very good, very good. We also have another special guest. He's trying to get on right now. We're trying to find him. Um, he's from across the pond over in the Australia part of the Australian part of the world. He's trying to get on, and if he gets here, his name's Alex, and we'll talk to him when he gets here. If he gets here, we're 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 rooting for you, Alex. We're keeping an eye on the thing for you. So, if that's that, all that said, let's uh, let's get the uh, let's get the intro going, shall we? Since uh, since David played and set up a new intro this week. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Very nice. John Biscardi, there's your credit. I gave you credit. credit (laughs) I'd like to thank John Biscardi for writing our theme song. I'd like to thank Chris from It's a Vase Productions for singing it for us and putting the music to it and everything. We really appreciate you guys. So we have some people in the chat already. already. Uh, Let's see. Andrew Haley's in the chat. Hey, Andrew. Andrew was on last week. Did we do last week or was it week before last? Last week on... Was it Loki or Star Wars? <laughs> I've I've slept since then. I've so got, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> old this, old person's brain. Oh, there he is. Hey, hey, we got it. Alex is on. How are you, sir? Very well. How are you? I'm great. I'm glad we figured this out. Yeah. So. This is, our, this is our friend Alex. He also is with GNN. Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do with GNN? Where you're from? Your passions, um, hobbies, things like that. Oh, so I um I, I sort of pre-exist GNN, but that's okay. We um I've been friends with um David Gramillion for about eleven years, um which is a long time. <laughs> I, you know what? Um, I think I'm in the late. same boat. What's I that? I think I'm in the same boat. I think I've been about 11 years too, because it was yeah. right around the time Disney bought Star Wars. Yeah, well, 
probably that was what 2015. So uh, I can reliably say the um, the first time I came across David, there was a post um, about Darth Maul, um, and he uh, and I wrote in there on caps more Darth Maul. And this was before the uh, season four of Star Wars, The Clone Wars, I think. And so I put on there more Darth Maul in capitals, in, like shouting really, really loud. And uh, he um, he um, he said, oh, we've got a live one here. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really, really fun. So I'm into Lego. I'm into Star Wars. I'm into Marvel. Um, and he I really like... like he sounds like me. Yeah, like you. <laughs> well, there we go. So it's, hey, it's all good. Everything's mm. great. Well, we're talking about the Marvels. Actually, we're going to talk about these. We've got two trailers we're going to talk about first. We're going to look at um, Madam Web, and then we're going to look at the season two for What If, and then we'll talk a little bit about the Marvels and that movie. Did you see the movie yet? Have you seen it? No, not yet. Oh, did you like the first one? Did you like Captain Marvel? I did. I've watched that many times. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. You might enjoy yeah. this one then. I was not a fan of the first Captain Marvel movie, but well, we'll get into this. We'll get into that. Madam Web looks like a CW show. Yeah, I, I could buy that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's look at the. Uh, let me let me get my screen up here so that we can look at these. Uh, where am I? Where am I? No, I don't want. There we go. All right. Let's get this up. Let's hit play over here, and we'll watch Madam Web. No sound. Oh, are you kidding me? Hold on a minute. What I kid? On. What? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, hang on a minute. We'll do this a different way. I mean, we won't do it a different way. We'll just... We will do it. Nope. Here we go. All right, now let's try this. Better? Hey, come on. Get your stuff. Let's go. A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I'm gonna help you out today, okay? Trying to save people who are running out of it. Until one moment changed everything. Come on! Welcome back to the land of the living. I don't understand what's happening. I've been having visions. I knew he was gonna die. I think I'm seeing the future. 
New York City is a whole new level of crazy these days. What do you want from me? New York City is a whole new level of crazy these days. This is an emergency. Get off the train. That man's trying to kill you. What? Who are you? What is going on? I can see the future. Oh, what the hell? She didn't see that coming? That's <laughs> not how it works. I've seen that man before. So who is he? Ezekiel Sims. He was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. You. you live in my building. You're the paramedic. Well, yeah, you almost ran me over. You don't think this is weird? How we're all connected? It's honestly like the least weird thing that's happened all day. You have no idea what those girls have got. I think he can see into the future. He's trying to change what happens. Your future was almost so different. If you want to live, you have to trust me. Get ready. Now. You're showing off. Maybe a little. Okay, what do we think of this? I think it's, <laughs> think it's gonna be connected, connected but, but I, I think we're gonna see a bit more than what we kind of bargained for. I'm I'm thinking so too. I'm just this whole okay, so this isn't part of the MCU. This is one of the um what do you call it? The uh, like the spider verse, the Sony spider verse. So this is this will be like with Venom and um Morbius and Craven and I'm looking at this and this is a lot like the DCEU for me to where it's like okay Venom was good I liked Venom the second Venom eh, not so much I mean it was okay it wasn't great and then you had Morbius and I was like ooh that was just a dumpster fire right there and like uh, uh who said who was it that said uh it Andrew like a, yeah Andrew looks like a WB CW, CW show yeah. <laughs> it, after seeing it again I see what exactly it does I'm like oh this is this doesn't look very good at all so I'm just I don't know I'm kind of up in the air on this one well maybe they're still in post-production with the CGI and crap I don't know you don't never know the, the CGI looked fine it's it's <laughs> It's the story and the character for me. Now, the character, I'm not really 100% familiar with the, the lore of Madam Web. I do know she was in the the old 1990s uh, Spider-Man cartoon show that came on on Saturday mornings. She was a big part of that, but she was kind of like the mysterious figure in the background helping Spider-Man through his adventures kind of thing. It wasn't a... Uh, she was wasn't she a, an old lady? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what um, Roe from Scarif was saying. He remembered her being an old lady. Yeah, there you go. Andrew's just said the, uh, 
Good point, Andrew. There's a lot going on, but you know, back in the back in the eighties when, when you saw the cartoons, the Spider Man cartoons, were you thinking that one day we'd see live action? I wouldn't have minded seeing that live action, but not not like this. This this is a oh well we're gonna we're gonna make everybody younger and we're gonna build it for this younger generation and it's like okay well what about the older generation those of us that grew up with it you're gonna change it for the so you can bring the younger kids in but you're you're excluding the older kids <laughs> that, but the younger kids will be around a lot longer than the older kids I guess I don't know <laughs> drives me crazy it's what it is. <laughs> So, like I said, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the fence about this one. I'm not real sure just yet. I'll have to. This may be one of those ones. I watched Morbius when it hit Netflix, just because I I had heard so many bad things about it, and I was like, I really don't want to look at this. And so. I'm looking at it going, well, do I want to wait for Netflix? Do we feel this is just a movie that is structured to make sure Sony doesn't lose the Spidey license? That's very possible. Or, and this has always been my thought too, well, or at least since Venom came out, was that they made, Sony made, did the uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Mans, and then they did the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man, which was, uh, it it was kind of losing some of its focus there. And it could have been good, but it just, it was it didn't seem like it was done very well. And then, uh, especially that second one, that second one was like a Joel Schumacher Batman movie. But, uh, uh, <laughs> but then, uh, the MCU steps in and says, just let us borrow Spider-Man. We're going to borrow Spider-Man. We're going to put him in Civil War. And all of a sudden, everybody went nuts because this was the Spider-Man everybody wanted to see. And they said, okay, well, we'll share our property a little bit. And you get three Spider-Man movies. You get several cameos in the other movies, you know, things of that nature. And then they say, okay, well, Spider-Man is, is still you know, usable, but we're going to, we're going to use some of these background characters to try to build our own Spider-Man universe. And because they're related to Spider-Man, people will go see them because Spider-Man is such a popular thing right now. And I'm looking at it going, it's almost like, uh, we've got a cash cow and we're going to try and bleed as much blood from it as we can. So I don't know if the, um, the box office is going to be kind, but I think the streaming power, it's going to be really, really big. I, yeah. Some of, these, some of these, some of these characters, some of these, um, some of these characters are just going to, it's going to stream forever. It's like cable or, you know, the big, um, you, have you seen Kevin Costner film, uh, Waterworld? I love that movie. Yeah. Oh, don't you that look at me cool. like that, Debbie. That was a good movie. That was fun. Yeah. You know, Jack it's, Black it's, was in that total- movie. <laughs> Jack Jack Black was in that movie. Yeah. When they're yeah, when they were attacking his uh his boat and the he shot the uh harpoon thing up into the airplane and it had the rope on it. Jack Black was the guy that he was the pilot. He turned around and looked at it and was like, Oh, what the and then he crashed. 
But it was mm-hmm. I, I always thought that that was funny. Oh, Jackbox in Waterworld. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. That was a total, total box office failure. And it was like the most one of the most expensive films ever made. And then all of a sudden, Costner goes, there's a new game. And it killed it on VHS, killed it on cable, which, you know, in Australia, cable wasn't a thing. Um, and then killed it in DVD, you know, purchases and rentals. And, you know, this massive, massive box office flop. And I think, you know, a lot of these companies have learned from Waterworld. It, you know, I think it's, in the it, water. if you can create something to where you've got a cult following like that, to where it's like, we know not everybody's going to like it. And it might, and this one might be one that's swayed a lot by the, uh, by the, the critics and the influencers and everything else. But there's going to be a whole group of people that really likes this movie. And it's going to do well, yes, like you said, on streaming, uh, DVD sales, DVD. We still have Redbox, so you can still go rent your DVDs if you really had the urge. So, yes, you are right. I did not like Groundhog Day, so I don't care. We're, we're not we're not here to. Anyway, you didn't, you didn't <laughs> like Groundhog Day either. No, I wasn't a fan. Was not a fan. And you can't say, and I, and a lot of people, oh, if you didn't like Groundhog Day, you don't like Bill Murray. No, I enjoy Bill Murray. In fact, I just watched, uh, I just watched because, and Samuel, my five-year-old, dad, I want to watch Ghostbusters. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's watch <laughs> Ghostbusters. Heck yeah. Throw that thing on. So, uh, loved Ghostbusters. It's it's not that I don't enjoy Bill Murray. I thought he was great in the, uh, what was that one? Uh, zombie Land. Oh, he was hilarious. And it was act like a zombie, and then they walked in on those kids <laughs> acting like a zombie, and they yeah. shot him. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. One of my favorite Christmas movies that I like to watch around Christmas is Scrooged. Love it. Love it. It's one of my favorites. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. That and Die Hard. Those are probably the two movies I watch at Christmas. Shut Almost up. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. No, 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 no. I was actually thinking about this because I'm totally in agreement with you. And the people that sit there and tell me that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. By the way, if you haven't figured out, we like to chase rabbits every once in a while on this thing. So just just run with it. If if you're going to sit there and argue with me that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie because, oh, well, it, it's it's just a movie that takes place around Christmas time. Fine. You're going to say that? Then White Christmas, the classic with Bing Crosby and Danny Friggin K, is not a Christmas movie based on that logic because that movie only takes place around Christmas time, has absolutely nothing to do with the season, other than at the end they're dressed up like Santa Claus. That's did you it. know that? Uh, did you know that Rainbow is a Christmas movie? Oh, I did not. The first one. What? Yeah. Rambo? Rambo. Oh, I'll have yeah. to go look at that. It happens yeah. around Christmas. It's been a while time. since I've seen that one. I was but... gonna say I haven't seen I haven't seen the first one in a long time. I yeah. saw the second one just recently, but I watched the I think is it four or five now. 
There's uh it was I lost track. First Blood, First Blood Part Two, then Rambo <laughs> Three, then then Rambo, and then I think it was John Rambo was the fifth one. I think there are five now. You say Last Blood? Oh, Last Blood. Yeah, maybe that was. Maybe right. that's the fifth one. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, Rambo the first one is a Christmas movie. So wow. I like watching that at Christmas. Uh, you can add Iron Man three to your uh, to your list of Christmas movies because that one is also a Christmas movie. Yeah. That also. And also, so um, also, uh, uh, oh, I lost it. The one with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Uh, Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> we need to make a list of the unconventional Christmas movies <laughs> and rank them. And rank them. <laughs> we should. Maybe we'll have a special. I think that would be a fun show. <laughs> Maybe we should have a special MCU Monday where we're not talking about the MCU. We'll talk about all the Christmas <laughs> movies. Yeah. The Marvels will be a Christmas movie, too. No. no I don't think that took place. At... The idea is that it took place at Christmas time. That's the. That's... There's no Christmas music. There's no Christmas trees. Yeah. What about. What about last year's Christmas um, uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy? We love yes. Kevin Bacon. Yes, we love that one. Yes, with Kevin Bacon. I love yes. that one. Anything with Kevin Bacon in it is great. Yeah, <laughs> I like Bacon. Kevin, if Kevin Bacon and Brad Pitt were to make a movie together, it would probably be like the perfect movie. I'm just saying. I I have not seen a movie with Brad Pitt in it that I don't like, and I have not seen a movie with uh, Kevin Bacon. Andrew is like correct. That. Hawkeye is a Christmas show. There you go. You are. Although correct. if you binge it, it'd be like a movie. So you are correct. It yeah. does take place at Christmas time. Well, that's so, the I... first reappearance of of um, of Wilson Fisk. Yes, in the, MCU. in the MCU. Yes, you're absolutely right. And we got uh, we actually looked at the uh, the Echo trailer last week, and he's fairly prominent in that. So I'm I'm a, I'm that trailer has made me excited for Echo. Initially, I was just like, why are, why do we need this? What's what's going on? What's what's with well, that? you and half of the world. We don't need that show. Why do we need it? Well, now now I'm now I'm looking at it going ooh. I might well, enjoy it. Yeah, but we, um, well, I figured Wilson Fisk would be in it. I mean, that was kind of a given. So I don't know why everybody was all boo hooing about because it. Because he got shot at the end of Hawkeye. That's why. But we knew but he we survived. We knew he survived. I know. But still, he got shot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On to the second all trailer. Right. Second trailer. Let's do this. Uh, let me make sure I get my. Uh, sound on this time and let's look at what if season two season two what if this kid puts on quite a show i have eyes on the target he does not look all that threatening looks can be deceiving your highness are you sure you do not want any backup ah i'm great with kids
story was over. But it was only just beginning. I don't do sequels. Normally. But things have gotten a little twisted. In the multiverse. Handsome dog. Christmas show. It's a Christmas show. We can add it. I am, I so, am excited. so excited. I, I'm I'm actually excited about this one too, and mainly because I thought the first one was great. Yeah, I, I loved season one, and so I'm very excited about season two. This it looks great. Did you see Hulk's got a goatee? Yeah, yeah, but he had a. Uh, there was a there's a show on and I think it's on um Disney Plus right now. It's uh I wanna say it's not the is it the Young Avengers or it's not a show, it's a movie. And it's like like all the kids of the Avengers. So you had um Thor and Jane Foster had a little girl and um Was this animated? Yeah, yeah. Cap and Black Widow had a little girl, and Black Panther had a little. And but anyway, they're all being raised together um, by Hawkeye, I think, or maybe it was Tony. Tony's raising them, and Ultron basically is running the world, and he's keeping them under wraps until they're. It's like a we're gonna keep them under wraps until they're ready to save the universe, kind of thing. And of course, they're all super beings, so, um, but they get. They they go and find Banner in the desert. Banner's been hiding in the desert, and he's got long hair and a long beard and a crazy wizard kind of motif going on. And he turns into the Hulk with the long gray hair and the long gray beard. It was great. Loved it. What's that one called? I I'm, I want to say it's called. I'll have to find it. Maybe like Avengers: Next Generation. I don't remember. It's really good though. I, I mean, surprisingly for a. It was just a, it was like a little two hour movie and I was thinking it was a show. And so I watched it and I was like, oh, this is just a, oh, this is a movie and this is not horrible. 
But um, anyway, I'll find it. So Andrews, Andrew here says that Wilson, Wilson Fisk was more watered down in Hawkeye than Hotel Scrambled Eggs, man. I like <laughs> scrambled eggs. Mm, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. No, it's, they takes uh, makes a good punch, gets gets beat up pretty good. I think that based on his character in um, throughout the Daredevil series and how uh, brutal, how violent, and brutal he could have been there, he just wasn't that way in Hawkeye. Yeah, I, I think I think we're gonna see that a lot was just more of that. an introduction introduction for people who may not have watched the Netflix series, which I don't know why you wouldn't have. But anyways, I think that a lot of that's going to be more fleshed out in um, what you call it in uh... Echo. Yeah. <clears throat> well, he, look, he's uh, brutal in the in the Daredevil series. Oh yeah. And and again, Vincent D'Onofrio says it all, doesn't it? Oh yeah, don't need don't need anything. Don't need anything. <laughs> it's all it's Vincent D'Onofrio. That's all that's all you need. Andrew says, "What was it? Next Avengers: Heroes of Tomorrow." Yeah, that might be it. Now that now that you've said that, now I got to go look at that. Because I can't, I can't, I swear it was on Disney Plus. And all I'm showing is this uh, future Avengers, but that's not it. Maybe they took it off. You know, they purged a bunch of stuff from Disney Plus. Mainly that really craptastic Willow show, but. <laughs> Well, there's I, a lot of lot of content on there that, you know, you had to scroll up and down a fair bit to sort of figure it out. Well, and well, and... No, the thing is with Disney Plus is that they they list things, but then they list them twenty different times in twenty different rows, and it's like, oh my god, just put it in one place and let people figure it out. Because yes, that's it. Next Avengers: Heroes of Tomorrow. And it's not on Disney Plus right now, but it has been on. It was. It, it's good. Next Avengers: Heroes of Tomorrow. That's it. Thank you, Andrew, for googling for me. But um, yeah. Well, and you've got to think too. Let, I mean, Disney's catalog. If you do Disney's catalog for the entire hundred years that they've been around, there is a lot, a lot of content there, and you know, a computer server that is going to carry that is only so big. Eventually, you're going to have to take stuff off and say, okay, this is going to come off for a little while so we can put something else on there because we need the room for it, basically. And you're going to have to cycle things through. That just, I mean, that just makes sense. That's why Netflix, you know, there's not a constant adding of Netflix with nothing subtracting. You know, there's, oh, Netflix is, it's going away from Netflix for a few, you know, months or years or whatever, but it'll be back. And it's like, well, okay, I'll watch it when it comes back then. Yeah, I watch, I watch a lot of binge, um, because I love The Walking Dead, and um, there's a lot of content on there. Yeah, and a more local 
uh, streaming service here called Stan. Um, if I want to watch, you know, Wolf Creek, it's the only place where the two films and the two TV seasons are. Yeah. You know, I, at Walking Dead, Walking Dead for me was good. I liked it through the first like eight seasons. And then it kind of, I haven't watched anything. I don't think I've even watched past season eight, to be honest with you. That was the season after, uh, what's his name, showed up and beat the crap out of those two guys. Negan. Negan. Yeah. Everybody was. Glenn Negan. died. Yeah. That made me sad. Oh, that's a, like the most divisive. You know, everybody loves Glenn and Maggie. They're going to be married together forever in the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, there's a lot of comparisons between the comic and the TV show. See, and, I never read uh, the comics. So, yeah, I've read the comics. I, I, I didn't go the uh, traditional black and white route because Robert Kirkman brought out the comic, the black and white comics first. And I, I looked at that and gone, ah, it's a bit, you know, I need color in colored pages. Right. Like with Marvel, I've never read um, black and white comics. You know, I need the Hulk to look green. Gray's okay. Oh, Spider-Man, I need him to look blue and red. What about the uh, Sin City comics? Did you ever read those? Frank Miller? I've seen the movie. I haven't got into the comics. Well, and that's, they did the movie exactly like the comics. Everything's in black and white, except for there are certain parts of the comics that are in color. And the parts that were in color in the comics are that, that that's that's a movie that actually I think they actually went basically frame for frame and said, here's what needs to happen next. And they stuck very close to the uh, they stuck like ridiculously close to the uh, uh, source material. But anyway, I digress. We still have the Marvels to go, and we have very little time to do this in. So let's talk about the Marvels. Uh, Debbie, you saw this two weeks ago, right? Yes. This is the first MCU Monday, or first MCU Monday, the first MCU movie since 2008 that I have not seen opening weekend. That is some kind of record for me. I can't, I didn't watch, <laughs> I didn't watch and not because I didn't want to. It's just I had stuff going on all that weekend, and I just couldn't get away to go see it. And I was like, "Well, we've got Loki, so I've got a. I, I don't have to go see it opening weekend. I can go see it the next mm. weekend." So I was fine. Everything was good. Everything was hunky dory. Um, one of the big things, one of the big complaints that everybody had, and and this was one of my complaints about the the Captain Marvel movie was um was Brie Larson. And so I kind of went into this with, I'm going to take it with a grain of salt because she's in it because I like Kamala Khan and I like Monica Rambo, but uh, uh, Brie, I'm just not a fan of. And oh my God, she learned how to express with her face. It wasn't just a silly smirk the entire movie. I was, I was rather impressed. I was like, oh, oh, look at this. Somebody took some acting classes or something. They... Yeah, but you got to remember in Captain Marvel, the Kree pretty much wiped her memories or and brainwashed her. She was 
Ray or not raised, but she was, you know, brought up to be per pretty much emotionless and, you know, to keep her cool because they knew she had these powers. Yeah. And, you know, when she got, I evidently when she got emotional, she would use those powers. So I think that's why she was that way in the first movie. And now that she's getting some of those memories back, she's starting to become more herself. And, and maybe that's the thing, in which case that, that makes a lot of sense as to why she was like that in the, uh, uh, in the first movie. But again, I mean, I've seen her in other movies and she's just fine. So people just got to throw her up their ass. I think, yeah, you're right. She was emotionless, but I think she was, you know, kind of, she wasn't pitting her up against Iron Man. Or pitting her, you know, even in the same room, um, in, in the same room as other characters with Cap, um, you know, there's a lot of screen focus on on uh, Steve Rogers. You know, there's a lot. There's not so much focus on um, Carol Danvers. Yeah, it's because Carol hasn't been on. I think if Carol had come up through the first two two phases of the MCU she may have it, she may have grown more on people i think if she had been part of the that first phase you know cuz i mean her story really starts in 95 when i mean it was almost like okay here's captain marvel but we're going to take you back and go back to it's almost like the uh, the black widow movie where it was like <sighs> you should have released this like 2 years prior to this and it would have been fine, but was was that phase three? That uh, that the Captain Marvel? Yeah. Yes, because it was right after Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the flirting and <laughs> scratching through his face. <laughs> <laughs> And the flirkin were quite prominent in this movie. They were. Yes. I want a flirkin in a lot of flirkin. They had, a, <laughs> they had, a, there was the one scene where the, and I, I, I'm not going to, I'm trying not to spoil this for you, Alex. So we're, we're going to talk about this as almost as spoiler free, almost as spoiler free as possible. Oh, but, I'm, uh, I'm not, fuss I'm never ever worried about spoilers. You oh, talk about whatever well, you want. Great. Because the the one scene with the uh, they're, they're trying to get everybody off the ship and they didn't have enough uh, escape pods for everybody, and so they just they they had all these flurkin eggs all over the place, and they hatched the flurkin and the flurkin ate people basically and stored them inside themselves. Well, we can fit a hundred cats inside the uh, we can fit twenty people or we can fit a hundred cats inside the escape pod. So let's just get it. And the the announcement the announcement going through. Do not run from the flurkin. Let them eat you. <laughs> you will not be harmed. You will not be harmed. And everybody <laughs> And then the music they picked to go with it from the musical Cats uh, memory. Yeah. yeah. Sang by Barbara Streisand, although I prefer the Barry Manilow one. But anyways, I just started cracking up when that music started playing. I was I, like... I, Honestly, I've never I've never seen that that musical, 
but for some reason it popped into my head. I was like, that's probably from Cats because that sounds like maybe I've seen a commercial for it or something. I, I've never that. seen the musical, but I've heard, uh, you know, some popular artists back when it was very popular on Broadway. Uh, they did their Barry Manilow, Barbara Streisand, and probably a shitload of other people did their renditions of some of the more popular songs from the musical so that's like memories yes that's that's it's memories <laughs> that's the song that was playing <laughs> we went we went saw cats right and in during the um during the, the there's an interlude right you go and get go and get a coffee or go and get snacks go and you know for the for the next half right and the cat and then everybody sits down again and you're waiting you're waiting for the show to start but the cats people in costume you know the cats actors are walking around grabbing people's snacks and they're grabbing your lollies and they're you know you can give them a you know um the snakes and you know uh wrapped lollies and you know they come up and grab your coffee knocking coffees over out of people's hands and this is in theater Wow. You know, this is like and they're they're walking across seats, walking across the balustrade. You know, if they fall, it's sixty feet down. That's that's uh that's devotion to the character is what that is. That's yeah. That's that's uh that's Andrew says this is one of the few MCU credits where I don't care about spoilers. Oh, <laughs> It was a good movie, Andrew. I would recommend seeing it at least once on the theaters, just because. Just it was because fun. Of, it was it funny. Was fun. it, it was funny where it needed to be. It was serious where it needed to be. Kamala was the shining star. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and her family. <laughs> if you didn't watch Miss Marvel. Um, go watch Miss Marvel because for what it, it's been my favorite of the MCU shows personally, but her family—it's not just her; it's her family. Her family's friggin' hilarious. All right, there is so much going on there. When they made her the costume and they, him, the dad dressed up like the Hulk, and it was just—it was, oh my god, it was hilarious. Well, it, <laughs> you got the same characters in in this movie. So, um, and then of course her, her obsession with, uh, with just with, with the, the Marvel character with Captain Marvel and with Nick Fury, she sees Nick Fury for the first, oh my God, Nick Fury, which is, is this an Avengers test? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I can totally do it again if it is. And the, the the whole time, I mean, she's like, "Oh my God, it's happening! Oh, it's happening!" <laughs> and uh, and the the besties. <laughs> so, um, oh, and uh, Monica, they're trying to find a. They are not. She is trying to find a a moniker for for Monica Rambo. We need to find you a a, a name, a fake name. No, I'm I'm fine. And I think she even called her. Didn't she call her Quantum at some point? And I think that's her like Marvel name. Was it? Yeah. She called her Photon. 
I think she, I think when she was rattling off the list, I think that the actual name. Yeah, there was Professor Professor Marvel. There was Photon. Professor Marvel Uh, came up like two or three times. Yeah. Yeah, there was, yeah, she was throwing out all kinds of names. But, um, but the, the, Oh. oh, go ahead. What, what did you think of the villain, Darbin? Um, let's see. I think, honestly, you know, it, it was nice to see a villain. I mean, after Thor, where you had, uh, the God killer and he was like barely in the movie. It was nice to see a villain that was actually in the movie and you kind of, you were, there was enough of it there to where you could understand why they are doing what they are doing. You know, why are they a bad guy? Why are they, why have they taken this path? Why have they chosen what they're, what they're doing? And the whole thing with her trying to revive Hala, which is the, the Cree homeworld was, I mean, she's doing what she thinks is good. And at the same time, we find out in the movie that, that, uh, Carol has, when Carol destroyed the supreme intelligence, it basically destroyed Hala, you know, because everybody, you know, it cut the sun out, the water, the air. I mean, there was a whole bunch of different things that that she was after, and basically, she was trying to restore all of this to Hala so that the Cree could have their planet back. And, and again, their son. Is, and their son, yes. Yeah, because she came to Earth to uh, steal Earth's son. She was, and she was all over the... Oh, what about the, uh, the the water planet? What did we think of that? Uh, it was... It <laughs> was the awkward. Sing, the, the, singing, the singing and the dancing, you didn't like Yeah, that? Aldana, I think it was called. It, yeah, it was kind of an awkward... I don't even know if it really fit because it was just so short and I don't know. It felt rushed to me. Of course, well, then we find out she's we find out Carol's married to the prince. Yeah, <laughs> it's a political thing. Yeah, it's a political thing. But it's going to be a. Do you think there's going to be a um a Marvel's musical? Hmm. I hope not. They did, didn't, <laughs> didn't they do that? I mean, the best experience I had at a Marvel movie, the hot dog was perfectly cooked. <laughs> Hi, John. Go back and watch the credits. Your name's in there. Took care of you. Um, they had a... a the Steve now, Rogers musical. I was going to say, did that become like a real thing after the Hawkeye? I think it did. The, the I think Hulk it played on uh, Broadway somewhere. I really? Think. I think so. Oh, I don't no. know if it's still no, there or if it was just it. like a limited time thing. Just a, a plug for Hawkeye because it was playing at the time. So, have you ever have you ever listened? I know you know a bit of a musical, but if you ever watched the, um, you probably find it on YouTube. You might the the Spider Man live musical. I've seen clips of it. 
I know that yeah. there was there was an actor that was hurt. Yeah. In fact, I think he was almost killed because he got caught in the he he literally was swinging around on his web, got caught in the webbing, and like nearly hung himself. Yeah. I think that's what happened. That was um, written co-written by um, Bono on the Edge from Year Two. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. The weird kind of what Bono in the Edge or yeah. Bono in the Edge and yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a weird Bono the Edge. <laughs> Why not? I mean, you've got Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers showing up in Back to the Future and Star Wars, so yeah. Musicians can do things with geeky stuff too. We don't we don't fault them for that. Hey, Flea was born in my born in Burwood, where I grew up. Oh yeah? Yeah. Well there you go. Yeah. So um what else was what else was good in this movie? Monica was great. The tension between Monica and um Carol was it, it was yeah. interesting. Well, I don't think Carol didn't have an issue. It was Monica who had an Monica. issue. She had an issue that Carol never came back. Well, like and, she and, had promised. It was kind of the same thing that happened in Thor Thor the Dark World when Thor came back and the first thing Jane did was smack the crap out of him and say, You were just in New York and you didn't even come say hi, kind of thing. <laughs> So this was uh and and I could see Monica doing the same thing as we all got blipped and then you showed back up and we're on earth and you didn't even stop and say hi. So I loved the fact that Goose was flying in space with Mo with uh, Carol. Oh, as the backup. <laughs> you notice that was a different cat. Cat's cat. I know I'm saying, but it's a flurkin. Is it the same flurkin? Well, it's supposed to be goose. Goose in yeah. Captain From... Marvel was completely orange. This one's got it's orange, but it has a white patch around its mouth. Maybe the original one died. Who knows? Well, I was I, very a, sad. A cat's a cat. I saw a cat. I didn't have to pay a cat to act. I don't know. Like, do cats get wages? Acting wages? Well, probably the owners do. Yeah. Chewy, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> get up here. Get on the camera. <laughs> it was like, uh, uh, well, okay, uh, Jay and Silent Bob strike back. If you saw that one, the, the, they pick up the monkey and he's like, but it would just say it. The sign on the back of the truck said Critters of Hollywood. <laughs> so I'm sure there are organizations out there that say, okay, we've got umpteen cats and we got so many dogs and we got a bunch of snakes and call us and we'll bring whatever you need kind of thing. I know they did the – that's one of the big things from uh, – what you call it? From uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. When they did the the scene in the pit, and he was like, "We need we need as many snakes as you can get," and they called in a bunch of people with snake farms and things like that, and they still didn't have enough. They had to well, cut up 
water hoses and put them down there so it at least it looked like there was a bunch of snakes down there. Now Darbin was also looking for the other bracelet or band. Yes. Now okay, that that raises a question then to me. Because Darbin ended up with both bracelets and um they found out that their powers were no longer connected and they did this in uh Monica and um uh what's her name were standing there and they're like okay but I thought uh Kamala I thought the I thought that her power emanated from the bracelet and she didn't have the bracelet at the time or was that is that more of a it But she's also mutant Uh, and I think her, when she first acquired the bracelet, the band, I think that might have. Bangle. The bangle. That's what they kept calling it. Yeah. I think it might have kick jumped her powers. Yeah. Or up. Yeah. I, I saw. Oh. That the, I saw. Um, I spent a lot of time on Reddit and they were having a big discussion about hang on, she's not just mutant now. She's added something i think previously in um in the comics she was just mutant and the bracelets kicked it on but now they've turned around and said in in the mcu kamala's become miss marvel's become something different there's another sort of mutant character geno type so all right. I'll. I mean, I'll. Like I said, if that's if it's they're gonna go with uh, well, that just kind of kicks. Maybe it's like Thor's hammer. He's not the god of hammers. He's the god of lightning. He just uses the the hammer to channel. It, mm-hmm. it channels and focuses it more. And maybe that's what the the bangle does. Yep. This had a lot of really good camera work in it too. By the way, as far as when they were. Every time that they would use their powers and they would switch with each other and they would they would end up on, uh, you know, Kamal ended up on a spaceship and Carol ended up on the at the family's house and they <laughs> they smashed the crap out of Kamala's house. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, that was one of the better scenes, actually, was when they were destroying that house. And it wasn't just Kamala destroying it. It was. All three of them were destroying that house at some point. But uh, uh, but just, I mean, the way it switched back and forth to where it was like all of a sudden it's Carol in there and she's doing her thing. And then she does something to, with power fists or whatever. And all of a sudden it's Monica again. And I enjoyed all of that. Even the montages where they, they, there was, yes, there was a montage in there. And we all know what a fan I am of the montage. But this one was... I was gonna say you don't like montages. This one was. I, I don't. I don't like the overuse of montages. If there's one in there, that's fine. But the uh, where they're learning how to use their powers, and I'm gonna throw the ball up, and then we're gonna switch, and I'll be able to catch the ball, kind of thing. So it was. It was fun. It was. So fun. as as far as like cast destruction. When you think back and go, okay, in the X-Men films, um, Jean Grey had a really good house destruction. 
All right. Cyclops had a really good house destruction. Yep. Uh, was Kamala's house destruction as good as those or was it better? What was the one where the house blew up and Quicksilver jumped in there and pulled everybody out? That was Xavier's. That was Xavier's house. That was the school. That was the school. Okay. No, I would say this one was was probably on par then with uh with uh with Gene and uh cuz Gene's Gene's house got messed up in Dark Phoenix, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd say it's about on par, maybe better. Maybe better. Because they shot her up through the <laughs> when Captain Marvel took off and punched a hole in the roof, and then she used her powers and Kamala used hers, and all of a sudden Kamala's falling. That was hilarious. It was great. Good stuff. Um, and I believe uh Valkyrie showed up. Valkyrie showed up. That was very cool. Um, which was she had this big like touching moment with uh with with Carol, and I was like, did they interact at all very much during Endgame or anywhere between Infinity War and Endgame? Because I don't recall any of that. I mean, is that I, the girls get it done saying? That would be the only one I could think of. Yeah. yeah, she's not going to be alone. Okay, here they all go. <laughs> so, um, what was it? Yes, Kate. Somebody had mentioned it. Kate Bishop is in this one. We get the the Andrew. whole. Uh, yeah. Uh, the whole. Uh, it wasn't the post-credit scene. There was no post-credit scene. It was there was a mid-credit scene, and that was it. And uh, but it was the scene like right before the credits roll. It was almost like the because uh, the Incredible Hulk didn't have a mid-credit scene. It was just Tony st showed up at the end and said, "Hey, we're getting a team together." And this was this was like that exact scene basically, where Kate shows up back at her apartment. She's Come back from a night of fighting crime, I would guess, and Kamala's there, and she's like, "I oh, I I see your file, and I've been looking at you, and I'm getting a team together. If you really want to, please." And she just smiles, and then it, it it stretches out. It's not like the scene ends where you want it to. It just kind of stretches out, and she's like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> it's like, all right, whatever. So, yes. uh, was this West Coast Avengers or Young Avengers? That I know a lot of people have had the theory of they're setting up. It's the Young Avengers, right? Message uh, mentions uh, Cassie Lang. Yeah. And then. Um, oh so, yeah, they're setting it up. Yeah. And then we get to the post-credit scene, and I know y'all don't care about spoilers and I, I i was bothered by this I, and I'll, I'll get into it because no i i have my reasons darn it so basically what happens is is that she tore a hole in the fabric of time and space there's another reality on the other side 
Monica does the whole Iron Man thing to where she flies into the hole and shuts it from the other side. But instead of them being able to save her, she ends up in this other reality. Okay. Easy peasy. Multiverse explains everything. So that's what we're going with. And it turns out that she gets found by um, somebody who's big and hairy and blue and goes by the name of Dr. Hank McCoy. Now, we're obviously in the X-Men. Man- she, she doesn't see Hank at first. We don't even know he's there. She sees her mom. And her mom is, I was just looking this up. I just had her name. Oh, no, I can't find it. The character name? Hang on, don't tell me. I'll get it. I know I had it. Um, oh. Binary. The character is binary. Thank you. I I did research. I just had it written down somewhere. But anyway, so the character is binary, but it's her mom from the other reality. So she's all kinds of excited to see her mom, and she has no clue. And um, binary, for those of you that don't know, is... um, We're getting there, Andrew. Keep your pants on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but, uh, he is. Voiced by him, at least. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a CGI character, but yes, he is voiced by Kelsey Grammer. And this is what upset me about this. The music was, there was music from X-Men 2 and Days of Future Past. The hallway, she was in a medical room, but the hallway had the big door with the X on it. So it was very obviously from the Patrick Stewart. James McAvoy, X. Actually, it would have been Patrick Stewart because Kelsey Grammer was Beast. So, Grammer Mac. Yeah, he looks older. He looks more mature. It was because Beast was played by uh, what? Um, Kelsey Grammer. Not in the McAvoy. Not in the Mac. Not in the McAvoy uh, X Men though. Oh, the younger guy. Um, okay. Yeah, the younger guy. So, yes, it would have been... Nicholas Holt? Yes. It would have been the Stuart... He's also just being casted to play Lex Luthor in Superman Legacy. Patrick Stewart? No, Nicholas Holt. Oh, oh. Uh, Nicholas Holt? I think that's the same person, isn't it? No, I thought that they needed to get the guy from Smallville. Yeah, no, that's right. That's oh, right. That, is he, that right? Is that the same? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he did such a good job playing Nux in, you know, Blood Bag in Mad Max Fury Road. Because he's bald from Cancer. He's got his two two Cancer lumps, Larry and Barry. <laughs> Michael Ro- Michael Rosenbaum has been the best. Yes. I love anyway. Michael Rosenbaum. But, but we'll give Nicholas a try. what happens but anyway then beast shows up and beast is there and yes it's kelsey Grammer, uh patrick stewart hallways and x-men 2 music playing and basically he says yes you're from a different universe we need to figure out how to get you back something along that lines 
we need to go talk to the professor real quick. So there was the name drop. We need to go talk to the professor. But here's the problem I have. If you're going to introduce the X-Men, that's fine. Introduce the X-Men. But I don't want the late 90s, early 2000s X-Men. I want everybody recast. I want the MCU X-Men to be a whole new cast of X-Men. They're just there. I don't want Kelsey Grammer as Hank McCoy. I don't want uh, what's his name as uh, Wolverine and you know I, Stuart McAvoy. They can let them go and retire. Recast everybody. Redo every. No, they they don't need to retire. But they, you know what I mean. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. You know, recast I, I everybody. Think, you know, Hugh Jackman's. Um... You know, he's done a great job, but and he said he'd come back after after Logan. He said he'd come back, but only if it was MCU. Well, it's and Deadpool three. He's already said Deadpool three. He's coming back. So and there's already yeah. pictures of that one. Yeah, and it's a bit like, um, you know, it's like Hugh, Hugh Jackman said that. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. said that he'd come back if, you know, Mel Gibson was involved. There you go. There's the Deadpool three photos. Um, why would Mel has, Gibson come back, or why would Mel Gibson be involved? Um, Robert Dan, well, Robert Downey Jr. When he lost the plot um, before he became Iron Man, like he when he wanted to re, uh, reboot himself and reboot his career, he oh, went and saw Mel, Mel helped him. Yeah, Mel helped him. I don't you know, know what Mel, Mel is. Would... The, Bit in the MCU though. No, no. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was asked in an interview, um, "Would you return?" And he said, "Yeah, if, if uh, Mel Gibson directed." Oh, I can see yeah. him directing. I could buy. I'll buy that. I'll buy no. that. No. Yeah. Um, and then he's later. There's, there's a great speech by um, Robert Downey Jr. He's giving an award to Mel Gibson as. It's um, all about stop hugging the cactus. I'll send it to you later. It's amazing. It's amazing. Because he was massively helped out by Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Hmm. Yeah. All right. But anyway, so my my thoughts are completely on. I, I want to see. And, and they can put Hank McCoy in the Kelsey Grammer and say, well, it's a different reality and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, fine. But when she gets back to this reality, we need a new set of X-Men. We don't need a new set. We just need new actors playing said X-Men and make yeah. it look good. Because, uh, don't get me wrong, this beast looked really good. The Kelsey Grammer, this the beast in this movie, the way that it was portrayed, I mean, it was obviously very all CGI. It was not Kelsey Grammer in blue makeup and blue hair and everything. It was very obvious, but it looked good. It looked really good. So, so yes, he is voiced by Kelsey Grammer, Andrew, in answer to your question. Yes. Debbie, did we miss anything? Nope. I know we kind of haphazard, but we spent a lot of time on the previews, too. Um, shameless plugs. What do we got? 
tomorrow the Sith Dominion is back and they are covering Darth Crate. And um, we have War of the Stars. They're strictly podcast and they are on all of our podcast channels that we have. If you look in the descriptions, they're all listed down there. Uh, not that Thursday because that's Thanksgiving Day and I plan on being on in a food coma by that time. So no Star Wars. No cantina for those, for those of you that are not in our 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 American audience, we have a big holiday coming up on Thursday. It's where we try to eat everything on the planet in mm-hmm. one sitting. So we I plan become on twenty pounds. Yes, <laughs> um, we actually actually I went over to my in laws yesterday and we had ours, but I'm going over to my brother's thursday night so yes there will be no star wars on thursday because we will be eating i am also playing a game of risk with my brothers so cannot wait are you gonna have um are you gonna bless the turkey or forgive the turkey or whatever it is you do pardon the turkey no we're gonna eat the turkey that turkey is being devoured doesn't somebody forgive the turkey the president i think that's at the white house that's at the white house Right. What is that? I got you beat, Andrew. So one year at Thanksgiving, and this would have been like right after we got married, my uh, my grandparents-in-law bought this pumpkin pie from a place called Babe's. It's Babe's Chicken. It's like the best pumpkin pie ever. Thing's huge. They cut it up into like 10 pieces. I left two. I ate like all but two pieces of a pumpkin pie, and nobody else got any pumpkin pie. Except for, you know, two other people had it, had one slice and I had the rest and they were all upset at me. So years ever since then, every year for Thanksgiving, I they bring two pumpkin pies, one for me and then one for everybody else. Is that pumpkin pie, right? Is uh-huh. that a main meal or a dessert? No, that's a dessert. That's all sugar and sweet and... You, you, eat your, on you, top. You, you eat your main <laughs> meal and you get really, really full, but your your dessert spot's always open, so you can just cram as much dessert in there as you need. Yeah, that's when you start to unbuckle the pants and undo the zipper. and Unbuckle the pants? I wear sweatpants. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I just get bigger. <laughs> How do you have pineapple? Not pineapple, sorry. How do, that's pineapple on pizza. That's another one. Um, yeah. Gross. Don't say that. That's disgusting. <laughs> How do you have pumpkin pumpkin for dessert? Pumpkin oh, pie. Good. Pumpkin pie. It's very good. You don't have no, that in good. Australia? Oh. No, never. Oh. Right. You're missing out, sir. No. It's it's a pumpkin puree that has nutmeg, cinnamon, and eggs, and you just mix it all up, put it in a crust, and you Bake it for about an hour and, and let it cool, cool whip on top of on top of it. A dollop of Cool Whip. Delicious. You'll have to send me the the recipe. I'll have to try it because pumpkin is not a dessert. No, oh. you have pumpkin with your vegetables or your roast lamb or roast beef, roast pork, but no, not dessert. They don't have pumpkin spice uh, lattes down there in your coffee shops down there. 
Uh, maybe the the hippies. Oh, okay. It's a favorite of white women up here. So, yeah, yeah, Starbucks. It's a big thing. I don't drink coffee, so I don't. Yeah, Andrew, when you say you dress like Joey from Friends, does that mean you put the turkey on your head? Did you do that, (laughs) Andrew? I want to see a photo. (laughs) Yes, we need to see a picture of a turkey on your head. So anyway, Thursday is Thanksgiving. Saturday, we've got Geek Gauntlet, right? Are they going on Saturday? Or are they taking the holiday off? I have not heard. But if not, you can watch um, uh, some back episodes on any of our playlists. MCU Weird. Mondays, you can go back and watch Daredevil and stuff. You can go back and watch uh, Cantina Happy Hour. Um Captain's lights, uh, logs and lightsabers. I always get that title messed up. Uh, Cam and Focus has a really great series going on with the Hitman. Uh, the second one has become very popular, over a thousand views. So yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. If and I still if you're bored on. during the weekend, go check out some of the other um, shows that we have on here. And then next Monday we will be back. I guess we're doing Daredevil. We're going to finish up Daredevil, yeah? At least until uh, What If starts. Or we will continue. I don't. Yeah, how, how, how are we going to do What If since they're releasing it every day, an episode a day? Oh. I don't know. We might just do an episode a week. We can bend watch the whole thing and just do an episode a week. I don't know. I we'll think it, it starts. Yeah, I think it starts December thirtieth and or twentieth and goes to the thirtieth. Twenty twenty second. Twenty second. Yeah. Hey Andrew, I'm we... off. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey Andrew, can we uh, post your photo on yeah. next week? Yeah. <laughs> Say yes, Andrew. Come on. <laughs> Oh, yes, yeah, in fact, you. Debbie, Debbie, get one of your kids to take a picture of you in a food coma, and I'll get somebody on my end to take a picture in a food coma, and we'll we'll post our <laughs> post post Thanksgiving pictures. It'll be great, be wonderful. All right, all right. Anyway, that is it for us tonight. Don't forget to go check us out on all the social medias: Twitter, Twitch. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. We're everywhere. Just look for Geek News Now. Don't look for GNN because then you'll come across this thing. Um, Don't forget that starting December 1st, I'm doing a live Lego build every day. I've got the Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar. doing a live build every day. So when you go to YouTube and you like and subscribe on YouTube, don't forget to hit that notification bell so that you know when we go live. Because I'm not going to do it at the same time every day. I've got life. Life happens. So when I get a minute, I'll get up here and do my live build. We'll sit and chit-chat for a few minutes and call it good. So like, subscribe, hit the notification button. We will see you all next week here on the MCU Mondays. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you. If you're in the United States, have a great holiday. We will see you all next week. Bye.